Hi, I'm Marina. I'm Michelle. And, and this, this is, is a Flipping Gals, Gals podcast. We like to go to garage and estate sales and look for treasures. We also like to gather collectors and resellers alike and provide them with valuable information about products, many of them vintage, and share tips about how to get started and make some extra side money doing what we do. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, yeah, negotiating with low ballers. Yeah, we're going to have a discussion, and we're going to ask for your participation, if you don't mind, in the comment section. We want to know what you guys say to these low ballers. Um, <laughs> these low ballers. <laughs> so, I think our gardener is coming to do our lawn. So, what? how do we handle that? You may want to respond to the gardener really fast. To the Yeah, because it's going to be crazy. The dog's going to bark. This is going to be a disaster. All right, so um, InstaShop NYC said, Hi, just moved to CT last August, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And then 324Finds said, Going to look at two houses today and some awesome news soon to come. Uh-oh. The anticipation is killing me already. Um, how exciting, though, Bill. You guys are going to look at houses. How fun. That's always super-duper fun. And happy Friday, Mrs. Taylor503. Just wanted to put out there, if you guys have any questions that you want us to share or comments, we can um, go ahead and click on the little question mark stickers on the bottom of the screen, and we will post them so everyone can see it. And if you could please type in, what's your negotiation strategy? Please share below, and we'll share ours with you guys. How do you guys handle low ballers? I know everyone has to encounter that. Our negotiation strategy is this this way. So um, basically, um, we price items about ten, no, about fifteen to twenty percent higher than what we actually um, are okay selling the items for. So that's our selling. Um, that's our negotiation strategy. So if anybody negotiates, if anyone negotiates like way below that, like they want 40% or 30% off. Most of the time it's going to be a no, but depending on how our sales are doing, we might accept that as well. So it's really, it fluctuates. Yeah. Um, Bill from 324Fine says, what are your long weekend plans? Um, well, first of all, we're going to watch Back to the Future 2 tonight because we watched the first one. And we are going to um, unbox all our findings from our free free um, pickups. So it, it'll be interesting. Yeah, we, we had a couple of free pickups a couple weeks ago, and they've been sitting in the garage. So we're hoping to make a video on that. And the items look really promising, so we're excited. We also purchased stuff on an estate sale, so maybe we'll do a video on that. So that's kind of it for us. I've been longing for a bike. But, you know, that's money. So, I don't know. I've been wanting... We don't have bikes. Mm -hmm. And I've been longing for one. Like, I would love to go bike riding. It seems really cool and nice to do that. Insta Shop from NYC says, NYC and, and New Jersey are doing much better. Numbers falling. Well, that's really great to hear. In California, numbers are Still actually rising rising, yeah. rising over here. Uh, Bill says, depends on my mood. Actually, I always leave room for counter offers on my listing price. Yeah, awesome, yeah. Exactly. It does really depend on the mood. I totally agree with that. Like, you know, like we said, if we feel like we need sales, we will definitely go down a bit more than 20%. So, so 
So before you um, start talking about pricing with your buyer, identify all the ways your item will benefit. It's identify a win-win situation for you both, basically. Um, for example, you can offer free shipping, free return, um, and also consider the availability of your item. Is it, you know, is it rare? Is it pop? Is it easy to find? Um, so those are the type of things you want to consider. Yeah, and also like where are you compared to your competitors, right? Mm -hmm. You want to be exactly in the same kind of level, right? You don't want to be too high because people do Google stuff, but you can be a little bit higher sometimes and still get a sale. So we're going to go through and like talk about like as a seller, how do you negotiate? And as a buyer, how do you negotiate? Good morning, Glow Girl Glow. How you doing this morning? All right. So as a seller, and I'm sure everyone, not everyone, but a lot of you probably know this already, never be the first to suggest a price. So how do you respond to this? Write it in the comments below. What's your lowest price? How many, of you, how many of you have gotten that from a buyer? What's your lowest price? We get that a lot. And well, I think everyone, I feel like everyone gets that. Yeah. Do you guys, have you guys ever gotten that? What's your lowest price? And then like, what do you, what do you say? <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> we got it yesterday. What do you say to that? Like, come on, we have to have like a thing that we, that we say to that, right? Because it happens so often. Do you have a thing you say to that, Michelle? Oh, I'm I'm not good at this. I always, <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I mean, we always say, like, make an official offer. But True. in the past, I would just be like, um, okay, I'm okay with this price, you know. But Marina is a negotiator. Yeah, I mean, I love the negotiation game. It's, like, my favorite. But I saw yesterday somebody post, somebody asked them, what's your lowest price? And his response was, what's your highest price? And then... They offered $60, and then he said, oh, I would have gone down as far as $55. So that's that's where the, you know, the profit is right there. Um, I think usually I do say something like, oh, can you please make an offer? But I think I'm going to start saying, what's your highest price? <laughs> or what's the highest price you're, you know, yeah, because why not, right? Um, what's the highest price you're willing to pay? That's a good one to put on there. Um, and good morning, Trishvan99. So InstaShop NYC says, please use the offer button to negotiate. 324Fine says, I let it sit for an hour, then ask them for a price. That's a good one. I know, right? That was a good one. <laughs> Mrs. Taylor 503 says, good idea to answer a question with a question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure, right? All right, so we're going to go through some situations um, from us as to how to respond to an offer. And Marina, I have to say, she is a negotiator here, so... She's very good at this, and so let's let's go through and look at what happened. Different yeah, scenarios. so we have some scenarios we're gonna show you guys. So this uh, this one happened, I think, a couple days ago. Um, the men's uh, shirt, it's a cute little cat. pride cat with sunglasses, brand new with tag. The um, we were having a conversation outside of Poshmark on this one. He really wanted the shirt, and he said, "Hey, I'm gonna make an offer." And then it's so funny because he said. Um, if you don't like my offer, you can counter. I might, I might pay that price because I really want the shirt. So he offered $18. As you can see, the original price of the shirt is 28 bucks. And Michelle lets me do some of the negotiations sometimes. So I countered it 22. Why? Because, and I'm telling all of you guys out there, all of you know now, when we price a brand new t-shirt at 28, the lowest we would like to accept on that is $22. We don't want to accept 20 or 18. 
Um, Michelle said, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. So, um, so anyway, he accepted it, right? So listen to your buyers. You know, they will let you know what they're willing to pay. So this one is a brand new motorcycle graphic tank top that is also listed at 28. They countered at 20, and at that time we accepted 20 bucks for it. So the um, the key is always accept reasonable offers. If they're reasonable, you know, we should just take it and not be greedy. Yeah, and again, it, like Bill said, it depends how you feel. We do that too, depending on how our sales are going. If items are like flying off the shelves, we have more leverage, but with the situation now, because honestly, yes, people are still buying, but a lot of people are unemployed, so things are a little strange now, and we're, you know, if we are filling it, we might go a little lower. So here is another example, and this is on eBay. We have this vintage newspaper um, that is listed for $50. Actually, I'm sorry, it's listed for $60. And the buyer offered $50, and that's a, that's a pretty reasonable offer. And in addition, eBay, when you respond to an offer, you can write a message, actually. It's, it's quite nice. So um, our recommendation is always respond with a message as to why, um, let's say your counter <clears throat> offering, that's as to why you want to counter offer and the reason why you, you, you need to justify your counter offer price. Yeah, like which I think what she means with that is um, on our eBay store, we sometimes have really nice sales. Like we'll, we'll do like 20, 25% discounts, which is pretty darn high. And then people will still go in and offer lower than that. And so when we've hit our pricing discount limit, I'll usually respond with, hey, I'll give you this price. Please keep in mind, um, I've discounted this much so far. And then I'll say something really nice about the item, like this is in extremely good condition. Um, it's a rare item. It's a really nice piece. And you know, 50% of the time, or, or even a little higher, they will buy it. Mm-hmm. They know it's a good a good deal. Yep. And so this is a low baller offer. You handled this. You want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah. This one's crazy. Uh, we just put these up recently. They're brand new Levi's 511s, slim fit jeans for men. They're really popular right now. We posted it at thirty eight dollars. Now we did our research. Nowhere on the internet can you buy these brand new for thirty eight bucks. So we're pricing a little bit below the going rate. And then they offered us $11 <laughs> for the pants, which we cannot do because we would be losing money on these. So, um, yeah, anyway, so we countered at 32, which was actually incorrect because we're still not really making money off of that. So, um, and he declined. Yeah, and he declined. Um, but so basically, this is a weird one because we, our prices of those jeans now are at the going rate, which is 45 bucks. And the lowest we could take on those is 38 bucks. So we kind of made a mistake on that, on the pricing there. Um, but anyway, low ballers are low ballers, right? And yeah. they're they're gonna decline. They're not they're they wanna get like a, a really good deal. Eleven bucks is crazy. You can't find that anywhere. This is another scenario. This was on eBay. And um, it says here, sense how bad the buyer wants the item. So if someone keeps asking questions and they're investing a lot of time they might really want the item, right? So mm -hmm. be reasonable with your offers on that one because you might get a sale. So originally, this uh, dress was, 72. was going for $72. It's uh, a $200 dress, new with tags, and they offered 30 bucks, which is ridiculously low. Um, we don't 
we don't usually decline an offer. We we actually countered at $60, which was extremely reasonable, right? And we ended up selling the dress at $55. Bucks, so they really wanted the dress. The key is if there is a lot of back and forth, it means they really want it. I love this comment. Yeah, agree. Um, I love this comment by InstaShop NYC. She said, sometimes lowballers make you realize you mispriced. 100%. Yeah. And so, like, at that point, you know, also it makes you wonder, like, wait a second. Are they a reseller and they're trying to, like, flip yeah. your item? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we, we, make, we make mistakes and we misprice sometimes. Um, so the next one is respond to an offer as soon as possible. I think you hear this a lot from salespeople. They always say, like, just cut, just um, make the deal as soon as you can because that is when they're emotionally attached to the idea of wanting that item. So um, our, for us, we always want to respond as soon as possible. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. If you like what you hear, please take a moment to leave a comment or review. A like or share is also helpful. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. And again, a million thanks. To close the deal. Also, uh, know, know that you have leverage when it's a rare item. Don't feel pressured, especially with low ballers, because you'll get them. Um, don't feel pressured to sell an item that you know has a high value for a low price. Because those rare items are whatever price you sell them at, they're going to increase in value afterwards. So we have a picture here of a recent poster that we sold. Um, we did give them a deal. Originally, we had it advertised for how much? 200. 200, and they took it for? 180. 180. So um, this kind of poster is timeless. It's going to, you know, it's it's a poster of a past pres presidential um, inauguration. inauguration. So it's only going to go up in value, and we know that. So there's no, you don't need to discount it to get rid of it quickly. Let these items sit there and make you some money. And the next one is, we all are preaching this, have seller in integrity, know your boundaries. We don't need to please all buyers. So I know that sometimes we want to make a sale, um, but, you know, as soon as you lower your price, you also kind of devalue how you work um, as, a, as a, you know, as a shop. So... And also Poshmark shows how much discount you give people. So if you give a big discount, people can see it. Yeah, and we have another um, another live where we talked about pricing. So check that one out. Um, so yeah, no matter what, you don't want to go down to the low baller price because you're not going to make any money. And at the end of the day, we're in this to, to earn a living, to make money, right? Good morning, Posh Latino. Good morning, Thrift Reseller Repeat. All right, you want to talk about this? Sure, yeah. Um, the odd pricing thing is interesting. If you price an item at 47, um, just psychologically, people like rounded numbers, right? So doesn't 47 kind of make you feel uncomfortable? <laughs> like, doesn't 40 look prettier? Um, Thrift Sell Repeat says, good morning. And Posh Latina says, I love this setup. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Um, so if you price an item at 47, psychologically, um, you know, the buyer might offer you $40 for the item. And if you're okay at 40, which I hope you priced accordingly, you can just go ahead and accept it. So, so this is more of a psychological thing. Um, people exactly. like, people tend to want to round off numbers because it's easier to calculate in their mind. So having odd numbers actually help. 
Yeah, but the funny thing about this is like on Poshmark with the example that we talked about earlier with the $28 shirt, I counter a $28 shirt at $22 bucks because I keep into account the shipping price that they're paying. So if they're buying a brand new shoot for $22 bucks and they pay $7 shipping, the rounded number is $30. Bucks. Mm -hmm. So that's another way you can do it. It actually seems to work. It's really, really strange. Um, but Poshatina says that she uses the same method and it does help. Good morning, Dawn Souther Fines. Happy Friday. All right, so we talked about being a seller. Um, how do you negotiate pricing? What about a buyer? So this is in regards to when you go sourcing, uh, when you go to garage sales, how do you negotiate with now the seller? Um, so number one key is really research on comps uh, before you even talk pricing. Go on eBay, go on Sellhound, look up how much your um, item is worth. Google, Google. So you can also check if the seller is a reseller because um, actually, you know, it doesn't really matter, but I almost feel like you have a little bit more leverage if they're not a reseller because they're not used to negotiating, right? In the same manner that we are. So you may be able to grab a little bit better pricing, but not necessarily, even if they're a reseller, you know, you could make a bundle and their resellers are there to make money. So you might get a good deal in that manner as well. Well, number three is um, offer a bundle deal. Always offer a bundle price versus price per piece. So I made this mistake two week, two days ago. We were trying to buy these board games and there were nine or ten board games and I actually offered to per, say, per price. hey, um, what about this much per board game? But Marina's suggestion is why don't you need to bundle it and give them a bigger amount so in their head, they think it's a good deal. Yeah, so basically, you'll get a better discount, you know, if you do offer one large sum versus per piece, right? So yeah, there were board games. Um, I think they were being sold at $5 each, and Michelle's like, I'll take them all of them for three bucks each. And I was like, oh, so how much is that, $30? I'm like, hmm, I wonder if you could have offered 25 bucks for all the games. So that's definitely a really good strategy when you are sourcing. Good morning, just Alex, and good morning, Six Creative Concepts. Happy Friday. And 324Fine says he has had a lot of non-posh seller sales today. I mean, lately. Huh. Nice. So uh, which platforms have you been um, selling on, Bill, from 324Fines? Oh, sorry. Did I move forward? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. All right. Um, so the next key thing is as a buyer, when you go sourcing, understand why they're selling. So this is related to when you go to garage sale. Is it a moving sale? Is it an estate sale? How um, bad do they want to get rid of, a, of their items? And this is something Marina suggested too. When you buy an item, when you negotiate, you need to kind of get a sense how, how emotionally tied um, they are to the items. Yeah, in, in negotiation, because like if somebody, even like when we're going to garage sale, if someone's super attached to an item, they'll mention something like, oh, this was, this belonged to so-and-so, or, and I can tell they're attached. So I'm really careful making offers on those items, because I know they're going to price it way too high. Um, so get a sense of that. We have Thrift Sell Repeat who's saying, uh, look for closets that are closing or downsizing. Sometimes you can get some great deals. Yeah. That's a excellent advice, actually. A lot of people do shut down their stores and then they just discount stuff. So you got to move quickly on those. And Bill from 324 Fine says, Posh, but the buyers aren't on Posh. 
Just figured out the three hour delay text. The buyer isn't on the platform. Okay, so that was in response to um, what he said earlier. What is it? The posh sellers. The, they're, they're not posh sellers. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. The buyers are not on posh. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm like losing. <laughs> losing. <laughs> There's a little bit of delay. Is there now? Oh, probably. Maybe he'll clarify. Because yeah. he said, um, what did he say? He said, did I miss it? Okay. Sorry. We're going to, we're going to move forward. Um, all right. And the last number five says, understand how much it costs for the buyer. But I did, sorry, I did want to go um, back on this one here. Um, no, never mind. Okay. So understand how much it costs for the buyer. So yeah, definitely you don't want to go in there and be a lowballer, right? <laughs> um, especially if you are buying with your, with your selling account, which you're building a brand, you're building a reputa reputation. I'm not sure if this is what you're talking about, Bill, but some people create accounts like ghost accounts to buy things so that they're not... People don't um, know they're resellers. Yeah, so people don't know they're resellers. I don't know if you guys find that, you know, okay or shady or whatever. But um, but I understand that because you don't want to have a bad reputation, um, build a bad reputation for your brand as a lowballer. And also um, understanding how much it costs for the buyer, meaning um, did they get it as a gift? Did they get the item as a gift? Or, um, you know, just, just know where it comes from really help you negotiate too. So... If you go to a garage sale, ask them, oh, how did you get this? And th things like that would help. Yes, and thank you for saying that, Michelle, because actually that's what I wanted to touch on number four. Let's let's rewind a little bit. So we actually put ads out saying that we will pick up your items that you don't want for free, right? So in a couple, a couple weeks ago, we got some really good hauls of somebody moving, and we're excited to go through them. We're going to make a video and everything about it and let you guys know how much money we're going to make from that. But this last weekend, we had a situation where we asked the person, like, hey, are you moving? Like, why are you giving away your items? And they didn't respond. So that should have been a red flag because we ended up driving about an hour away. When we got there, it was a total dud. We, we came home empty-handed, right? So don't be afraid to ask questions. And there does need to be transparency and they need to be open with you and tell you why. Because if they're hiding something, then I would definitely be, you know, careful about doing business with them. So Bill said, when you try to place the item as shipped, sometimes you get that panel that says you can't ship for, ship that for three hours. I got three guests, three, two, four, five sales yesterday. That's interesting. Oh yeah, we we got a guest sale yesterday too. What's that about? I don't know. So I, I wonder if uh, Poshmark has a new feature where. You can buy as a guest now. Sometimes they don't even send you the label immediately. Like, I have to wait for a couple hours. Maybe that's what's happening with hmm. you, Bill. Interesting. Good morning, Noel from King Arthur Curry. How are you doing this morning? So do you guys have any questions about negotiation? Um, do you have any tips that you want to share with everyone? I so, think this is an interesting topic because... Every business needs negotiation skills. So Bill said it was an off-platform sale. This oh. is so interesting because I'm wondering if the Poshmark buyers are buying off the platform and we're getting um. guests on there, which we got one yesterday. My question is like, can they negotiate? Can mm. they negotiate off-platform? That's my question. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting you brought that up. Thanks for bringing that up, Bill. But we did want to share this picture here. 
<laughs> yeah, because there's always someone willing to do it cheaper, cheaper right? So um, we have a picture of a tattoo artist and this gentleman with a beautiful unicorn picture and then this guy with zero drawing skills, <laughs> like probably as good as my drawing skills. It doesn't look anything like a unicorn, right? Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, there is... There are people that are going to sell your items cheaper. That's just the bottom line, right? We're in California. Things are expensive here. And we're always, like, shocked when we see things being sold at such lower prices compared to where we live. Um, but people are going to buy from you because they know you. They like you. They like your brand. They're repeat customers. You've treated them really well. And so something to keep in mind when you're selling so you don't get discouraged and sometimes um, <laughs> how we respond to low baller is hey if you can find a better deal go for it <laughs> right it's true exactly um all right well thank you guys for joining us uh on this beautiful friday morning um we hope you guys have a wonderful weekend we tomorrow we will not be having our coffee and questions as per usual because we actually have a webinar. It's free. You can sign up through um, your email and you'll get access to the webinar for free. And the link is in our bio. We're going to talk about OfferUp for an hour tomorrow. Um, it's going to be really good. I hope to see a lot of you guys there. And um, It's at 10.30. It's at 10.30, the regular time that we would normally have our coffee and questions. And where can they find the info? And the info is in our the link in our bio. So um, On Instagram. On Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Like, share, and direct message us during the week if you want to talk to us or even have questions about getting started on reselling yourselves.